Encourage Radio. We are excited about another day of learning, but today we are going to be learning about how to prepare you and your family to live with a sense of purpose, belonging, and calling. Man, that is so critical. Mm. That's a lot. I it mean, is it's a like lot. even if you put down purpose, lot to that, belonging, lot to that, and calling. But you know what? We are going to put a fun twist on it today that it's not difficult. And it's in those little things because what, Rod? It all adds up. It all adds up. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, it really isn't that difficult, you know, like what you said, Raina. We're going to make it as easy as we can. When she said add a little fun, so we're going to spell the word family. Um, so we'll obviously point out where we do that. Um, but so, so here in a previous podcast, we talked about, you know, navigating storms. And here's what, you know, Raina said that sometimes the storm is inside the house mm. instead of, you know, the storm is outside the house. And how ironic, you know, we're, we're talking about storms, if you will, in the midst of hurricane season, at least here in Florida. So depending upon when this podcast comes out. But we do want to just share just some very, very simple things. Um, okay, so in order to man- think about this. In order to manage your house, you you have to get it on some sort of a structure. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Right? Timeline. Yeah. Like, we got to be out the door at 7.50. We got to eat lunch at 11.12. I get that. And that needs to happen. Uh, But sometimes in the structure, we sort of give our children, our family, our home, what in the, at the end of the day, we really don't like. Mm. So think about that. So... After a while, you just do your job, and you come home, and you're like, "What? what is there to life? I just get up and dig the ditch and get a paycheck and pay the bills. Dig the ditch, get a paycheck, pay the bills. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, we all go through the routine that's necessary to provide structure and to accomplish things. But in the end, you're, you're like, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. Like, and your kids feel that way. Okay, mm-hmm. so and now, now all your kids know is to... Get up, do the thing, come home. Get up, do the thing, come home. Yeah. So what we're trying to say is in the midst of structure, in the midst of rules, responsibilities, regulations, how can you put into your children and into your family a sense of purpose? Like, what's the meaning of family? Like, why is there a mom and a dad? Why do I have brothers, sisters? Why, what do we, what's the... Where do I belong? How, what does that even mean to belong? Yeah. Um, what is our family's calling? Like, you need to define that. Yeah. I don't know that we'll be able to go into each and every one because even when I'm saying it, it's like, how, how do you prepare a family mission statement, which is critical for um, defining your family? It's like giving them an outfit that says, you belong to this team and this is the role you play. Yeah. That's a family mission. But let's have fun with that. And yeah. Lily, so Raina, give us give us the first one. Like what is if we were to spell family, we're gonna start with the letter F. Like what does that even mean? Okay, it's have fun. 
show them in fun ways how to live life. Yes. I mean, you know, you live, you dance, you play, you relax, you eat. Well, today it was kind of funny. Um, I woke up and, of course, you know, um, our youngest had uh, four friends over, yeah. three friends over. There's four total. Um, it was so cute because I walk in and they're doing the morning chitty chat while in the king bed. But I love it because here they are almost 20-somethings, you know, and yeah. still having a fun time. And of course, I I go in and I'm singing, you know, my little It's a Brand New Day song. <laughs> and then, of course, I changed it up because while we were at camp this summer, a couple of the campers, every song turned into spoken word. Okay. So I changed up my song a little bit to a spoken word. You did? And I did. Did anybody record that? Do what? I really hope not. Um, but it was just like, it was just something that was like a morning tradition that kind of yeah. wakes you up. Just like, you know, I know that Jacob and Rayleigh have some fun songs for Benjamin that, you know, for whenever he wakes up, that kind of sets the tone of the home. Yeah, oh, that's it. You know, and so it's like we laugh about it. Yeah. And then um, just, you know, we we dance a lot. It may be something silly. It may be, you know, on Family Friday Night, I know that we've had two-step lessons, um, <laughs> which came into play at a wedding that we went to. It was like, of course, uh, Jordan was able to join us because of our looping at the <laughs> kitchen. It's like yeah. it came into play. And then, of course, just being able to relax or chillax, yes. whatever that looks like. I mean, right. um, there are many times that... Yeah, we have family Friday night, but it's not necessarily going out to a nice dinner. Right. You know, many of us don't mind just curling up and watching a, a movie together right. and just kind of relaxing with each other. Well, that's so random, too. They'll, they'll break out into a skit. Yes. Uh, the guys always do something weird, <laughs> like just whatever happens, like, let's go do this or... Someone's random Anything idea. Someone's random turn idea. turn into something, yeah. yes. Yeah. And then, of course, eat. You know, for us, we do Family Friday night, and it may be, you know, just pasta, or we might get a little crazy with something else, but just that yeah. we've kind of learned that little rhythm of assembling together who kind of cleans and who winds up kind of picking up together. But even that interaction during that preparing that meal right. and that interaction while we're cleaning up or yeah. the excitement of dad going and buying some puppies, you know, that are, is everybody's flavor. Right. I mean, you can get excited over a canned specialty drink. Right. You know, I mean, it's those little things yeah. that you make memories out of. Well, it breaks the rigidity. It, yeah. breaks, it sure does. It it, it it eases the storm on the outside and lets your yeah. kids know that when I go home, and like Raina's saying, it doesn't have to be expensive and it doesn't have to be big and it doesn't even have to be long. Like we're not talking like a two, three hour thing. It's, it, it's, it's moments. It's finding those little, yeah. you know, just having fun. Fun. So, in other words, what should start off families? Families should be known as fun. Yeah. Yeah. And that, believe it or not, that gives them a sense of purpose because they're gonna they're gonna recall those times. And if you ever found out that people relax more when they're having fun, mm -hmm. and you want your kids relaxed because honestly, it's in those relaxed moments that you're able to get in formal lessons. Uh, believe it or not, in a relaxed moment, then you are to be like, hey, sit down here. I need to teach you a lesson. Yeah. Most of us, when we hear that, we kind of tune out already. But if you're sliding in those little lessons and they don't even know you're sliding them in in the midst of fun, it resonates. 
Oh, yeah. That's why they talk about that parallel play for your son. Like tossing that football is more than just tossing the football or going and kicking the soccer ball. You know, even if they stink at doing it, just doing it with them um, is an avenue of connection. And, And eating is seldom about eating. Yeah. Yes. It's about conversation. It's about body language. It's it's so many things. You can teach those lessons. Well, here's, if we're spelling family, here's A, pay attention. Now, I chose those two words by design. Pay, in other words, be, be authentic. Um, like, learn to listen more than you speak. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> spend time with them. Like, yeah. it may just be you're sitting on a couch watching a movie, but conversation comes out in the midst of that movie. Yeah. Like, you... Th- you thought it was about the movie, but now it's turned into now they've opened and you know now they're sharing whatever it is. Like, learn to pay attention. And man, here's one we were just talking about. It's so hard to do, and no matter what stage of parenting, we we have to learn how to say yes more than we say no. Yeah, that's that hard. Is hard. Oh yeah, or not being critical. Okay, oh. that's another way to say it. Not as critical. Or coming back with a like a comment. You yeah. know what right. I mean? Like being smart out. Like yeah, like correcting. Like, like what? You don't know that? You know? It's mm-hmm. like it just makes them feel inadequate. No, I don't know that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, that's a why good I'm point. asking the question. So saying yes over saying no doesn't always mean like with the toddler that's on the ground that is like you know no don't open that no don't touch that no don't go there. It's it's not being critical. It's it's sometimes just in we, you're actually saying yes by withholding the critical remark. You're saying yes by not being sarcastic. You're 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 being positive. Like I guess another way to say it is learn to be a little more positive in your approach than yeah. just negative in your response. Yes. Right. You know, pay attention. Somebody said this, and I love that they said if you pay attention, the bill will not come due for regret. Mm. Oh wow, that is a good. That's yeah. a good quote. Yeah, like you used to say when the girls were getting married, our two, um, our oldest and our middle, you're like, I really want to be intentional in these last few moments of this that I'm paying as much attention to them and treasure these moments. It's not that they're gone forever, but the ability to have them in the house as they were yeah. will not be as it's going to be. Yeah, last night, um, as I mentioned, everybody was at the house and of course, it's like 10, 30, 11 o'clock whenever they're coming in the house and I'm I'm there, read my book, things like that. And I thought, oh, I got to get up because <laughs> I was like, I don't want to miss these moments, yeah. you know, because here's the last one about to graduate college as well. And it's kind of like, golly, remembering to treasure those moments. Right. Are we going to let, let the daily struggle of schedules or conflict or things that we're going through right. um, rob us of the memory that we're making that day? Oh, yeah. you just said the next one. So the, the letter M in family oh, is, is, is make memories. It is memories. Yeah, which is your big one. You're always talking about you know making memories. What do we mean by that? Like find reasons to celebrate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, in our calendar, there's a holiday for every day, National Donut Day, you know, <laughs> National Frito-Lay Day. There's, a, there's yes. a day for everything. So we you need to find ways to celebrate not just Thanksgiving, Christmas, those the built-in ones, but find, find – like, we used to make up anniversaries or we used to make up moments. Like, today is this, and everybody, what? Well, it was just, you know, today is national, you know, make something funny out of have a paper plate day. Well, like, make up anniversaries. Um 
surprise at the oddest times with the oddest things. Yes. Yeah. You know, like the girls still remember when um, when they were uh, much younger, I would say, all right, we're going to go to Circle K, and I, I, you got six bucks to go pick out something. You know, like, what? Or we would say, all right, you're going, to, you're going into this store. Everybody has $10, and you've got five minutes to go pick out something. Well, just examples. Yeah. But no matter their age, you have to surprise them at the oddest times for it, it, in ways that they're not expecting it. Because remember, they're they're expecting the rigid, going to get up, go to yeah. school, come home, ride the bus, whatever, get picked up by mom and dad, go home and do school. Break into that moment. Yeah. And if we're talking 10 minutes, 15 minutes, just uh, maybe already have something ready to celebrate when they come in. They're not expecting it. They'll remember that. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, make those memories. Memories are the things that when life gets sort of weird, they're like landmarks we look back to that reminds us it's not that bad yeah. or, or it's going to get better. And so you've got to start anchoring their sense of purpose, belonging, family, calling uh, to sort of those memories um, that are there. We also need to learn how to verbally inspire. There's the I in family. Verbally in, inspire. Like learn learn how to speak life and learn what speaks life um, to your child. Now, that does vary based upon their age yeah. um, and what they're experiencing. Like I just asked Rain a few weeks ago, I'm like, all right, I'm learning for this kid, um, you know, where they're at right now. I'm learning what needs to be said to them based upon what they're, what they're going through. Mm. Because like, you know, whatever life situation was, career, relationships, and, and things of that nature... I don't want to just come in and say, like, good job, or you did great, um, or we really appreciate that. Like, what really speaks to them uh, at that moment? And that's going to be dependent sort of on their uh, – based upon their age. Yeah, and what they're going through. Yeah, what they're going through, um, but learn what sort of inspires them. Sometimes you may just have to ask them. Yeah, because I think that's a source of discovery, yeah. You know, because, and we're going to fail a lot. I mean, and that's the hard part. I mean, it's kind of like all of us are still figuring it out. No matter how old yeah. you are, you still blow it. Right. And I think for as a parent to realize that, okay, it is a brand new day. I blew it yesterday. Right. But I'm going to try again tomorrow. Right. And I think in order to do any of these things and to make memories, we have to make sure that we have ourselves adjusted and ready to make that memory. Yeah. And that's what I think that's hard. It is hard. I think it's really hard. Right. Especially like we're, we're wanting you to verbally inspire, but, you know, we're, my goodness, the, our world right now is, is not verbally inspiring. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's challenging to find people that, that speak life, speak confidence, and speak hope. Just in, I mean, in our world, uh, our jobs are no different than the school your kids are. Like I tell my girls all the time, the same kids you have in fifth grade are going to be the same kids you have at work. Yeah, the same Very kids much you. So. You're never going to outgrow those personalities. They're going to show up. So learn to deal with them at each grade because yes. you're going to be working with them. Are you going to be shopping with them? Are vacationing with them? And so yeah, those same people are there. So. 
learn how do how do you teach that your family sense of purpose and belonging and calling? Well, speak that into them. Mm-hmm. Like here's what I know. Um, it wasn't until just a few years late ago that our girls were overwhelmingly called pastor's kids. I know. It never yeah, it was just so weird. Well, we kind of protected them from that. We We never labeled them as that. Yeah. That was just so weird that all of a sudden they started hearing that. And I'm like, Yeah, you've never we have tried to our best to protect you that we wanted you to live for Christ because he's your Jesus. Right. It's not because it's an occupation that your mom and dad do. It's it's who we are. And that's a hard thing because yes. it's kind of like you you want them to have their own personal calling yes. and walk. Mm. And so we did try to kind of bubble around them as much as possible and go, no, you know, it, they're not doing this just because of this. Yeah. Right. Now, yes, as a family, as a minister's family, you know, whether we like it or not, you know, that's kind of what the... Um, we, some people come from different backgrounds right. and may have different perspectives or things like that. But we have been so blessed here in Florida yes, absolutely. to be able to just be ourselves right. and um, for the girls just to be able to be themselves and to grow in who they are in Christ. Because they all have three completely different callings. Oh, absolutely. And I love that, that Jesus has been their Jesus. And so I think for all of us with our kiddos, you know, your middle child is not going to have the same calling as the oldest child. And being able to inspire them and find their bent, just like Waterstone Academy, be able to find their bent of who they are as they find out whose they are, you know, that they are Christ. And, you know, know, just basically Christ loves them right where they are and that he's going to flesh that out. But it's up to us to help you know, guide them verbally, right. you know, and not necessarily say, you're going to be this, yeah. you know, it's like, yeah. no, it, no, you know, we're going to find out right. what God has planned for you. Right. Oh, absolutely. You know, a good resource on that is, I know five love languages is very popular for marriages. Oh, yeah. But Dr. Gary Chapman wrote one on the five love languages of your children. Mm. Yes. And I think we gave our girls that little quiz test, like some of you can find for free online. A long time ago, didn't we? A long time ago. Yeah. Probably uh, eight, nine years ago. Yeah. And we did it when they were younger, Rayleigh and uh, Rihanna predominantly. Uh, we did it when they were younger, but we did it when they were all sort of in the same age that they could talk about it with yes. each other. Mm. Um, so I learned quickly that my girls have a lot of conversations with each other, which is so cool, you know. Um, and so they started talking about that um, right. on, on how to relate. But it's a good read. It's called The Five Love Languages for Children by Dr. Gary Chapman. And it really helps you know how to craft um your words, especially if it's a quality time person, uh, in quality time, words may be just sitting on a couch mm-hmm. and listening. Mm. Uh, if it's gifts, well, how do you verbally inspire with gifts? Well, you write like a little, you know, thank you card, or you say, "Here's what this gift represents." That's why mm-hmm. I'm giving it to you. Mm. But all of that just helps define, um, you know, their their sense of belonging. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it helps them understand other people as well Mm. and each other. Yes. And I know for us, you know, yeah, we found out, you know, for a gifts of service child, you helping them clean that room. Yeah. Meant the world 
you know, where the other one was like, let me do it myself. You know, yeah. it's like it wasn't that. So for you to know the difference in your child right. and what really speaks to their heart is so important. Right. And it helps them, like I said, relate to each other. Mm. Well, and again, I mean, Raina, you just said it. So the letter L in family is love without condition, meaning so we just told you to verbally inspire. Okay, mm-hmm. so sometimes you can say, good job, I'm proud of you. And those are good words. But if we're not careful, they, they can say, well, you're only proud of me because I yes. did this job. Yes. Yeah. And that is, so one minute you're saying good job, and the next minute you're like, wait, what? That doesn't work anymore. That's okay. Because if for that moment, they're attaching those words as more of approval. You yes. only approve of me when I'm doing something. Right. Well, that's why we say love without condition. So sometimes you say it with words. Sometimes you say it with actions, but sometimes there are no words. Mm-hmm. It's just hugs. Like you said, or it's cleaning. Like you're not saying stuff. You're cleaning the room with them. Are you helping do the homework with them? Yeah. Are they running an errand and you help meet and just you're you're there for them? Mm-hmm. Or they're planting bushes. They need to plant bushes. And you go over there and dig <laughs> or holes. Or help and go pick up a generator because their car is too small. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it's 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 whatever is is so sometimes it's not just a text or it's not no. just a conversation or good job the day at school. The, the, mm-hmm. That looks really great. I'm so proud of you. It's the love without condition means sometimes you just have to be there. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to do with or do for. Mm-hmm. I get it. You want your kids to be independent and you're like, uh, I just did these things for you. You're like, no. Sometimes you, like I never forget Dr. Gary Chapman, once again, if I love languages, he says his wife had a bad habit of she would open up her drawers to pull something out and not push the drawers shut. <laughs> so the doors on all of her cabinets were open. And he said it drove him nuts. Like to hear him tell it in person, like you got to hear it in person. And he's like, this went on for seven years. And he would always say, honey, it's not that hard. You pull a T-shirt out, you shut the drawer, and don't leave all the T-shirts hanging out. <laughs> it's like, I finally, I just gave up. And he said, I would just start closing the drawers for her. Yeah. And eventually, you know, he talks about how she's like, oh. But he said it took years. And he said instead of, like, encouraging her or helping her, like, through words, he actually just did it for her. And then she kind of saw like the finished look. And then, so sometimes it's not just words, sometimes it's actions um, as well. For sure. You know, and if we were to spell family, we have to end with why. You you have to teach your children how to yield to God. Mm. There are going to be so many things that they are tempted to yield to. And it's, you you have to draw a, a line in the sand, if you will, that says you were made to please God, like you are hardwired, like however you want to illustrate this, depending upon the age to your child, you are hard, you are made by your creator to live for your creator. And if you, if you take a round hole, a round object and try to fit it into a square, a square into a, you know, triangle, like, you know, I'm trying to say like the shapes game. If you try to be any other shape, than what God made you, it's going to be a struggle. Mm-hmm. And the best way, the last way, the capstone to understanding belonging and calling and sense of purpose is if God has made you a triangle, be a triangle. Like, yield to that. Don't compare. Don't try to be somebody else. Don't, try, don't wish you were like another family. Don't wish you were another shape. Don't wish you had—no— 
yield to God. I love what Joshua 24 um, gives us a great illustration. Joshua has taken off the commander hat, and he's put on the dad hat. He knows it's his sort of last speech he's going to give. Um, he has them all gathered together, and he says the famous speech, the verse that we know for Father's Day. But here's what he says. If it's evil in your eyes to serve the Lord, choose this day whom you will serve. Now, he says, whether the gods your father served in the region beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you now dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. We know the last part. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. What Joshua was saying was, look, there's always going to be two roads. Yeah. There's going to be the, the, the path that God has chosen for you, or there's going to be one that you think is the better road. Yeah. Choose this day. Like you're teaching your children that. Like life's always going to present two roads. God, the, the world's going to present to to, to to you what you think what you think and what they think is best, but God has already let. So you demonstrate it. And how do they see that? Well, in your career, you're probably going to have times to where you could choose the bigger income, you could choose the position, but it may it may mean that you're away from home. Um, and and, the, and them seeing you pray through that choice, dad, mom could have taken a, a career path. That would have meant this, this, and this, more money, more this, more that, more position, better options, but it also meant that I was away from home more. I chose this path because, one, I felt like the Lord was opening the door. Like, you actually talk to them about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, when I was at work, I could have gone out to dinner with friends, and there was a very influential guy that would have been at the meeting. That would have meant I could have either closed the deal or this or that would have benefited the family as a whole in these areas. But there were things that were going to happen in that, at that meeting that I didn't think it was wise to be a part of. Mm -hmm. So I chose. And then just tell them, you're going to be that way. Oh yeah. Your friends are going to say, hey, come hang out with us at Mickey's Tavern and Corral. We're going to dance. Like It's going to be fun. And you're going to have to choose. Do I go hang out at Mickey's Tavern? Yeah. And have a good time, or do I say that's probably not the best for me? It's it's in that conversation at your home that you have now given them a sense of purpose. Mm -hmm. So it's teaching them when when life presents two roads, they always choose to yield to God. Yeah, and and it's even what you're watching. You oh know? yeah. Do you choose to flip the the station to something that's more appropriate? Yeah. Or do you share with them when you're going through that spiritual battle? I mean, there's many times that we go through a mental, spiritual battle that in your marriage, you're just stuck. Yeah. And it's kind of like, all right, how are you going to change your mindset of what you're focusing on? Mm. And that ability to make those wise choices to press through whether you're right or wrong to move forward, like our kids are watching us, how we respond and how yeah. we move forward. And you want them to be able to move forward when they're stuck in a mindset. Mm -hmm. Now, their mindset may not be marriage difficulties or whatever it may be, but they may be in a different mindset that they don't know how to get out of the oh, they will be. That's the rut right. in their yeah. head. Yeah. It'll just have a different label on it. Right. So the sooner that we can get them to yield to God right, and not their own agenda yeah. and to know the mission of the family or the mission of the marriage or the mission of the right. purpose as a student, 
you know, they're going to be able to press through that situation so much better. Oh yeah, yeah. And we're we're equipping them as we're as we're spelling, you know, family. Oh yeah, 100%. in those little things, we're making those memories when we learn how to exchange that thought right. and to be able to press forward through a situation. Right. You know, I mean, all of these kind of bounce back with each other. They you do. know, I mean, it's like verbally inspire while you're having fun. Pay attention. While you're making memories, yield you're to right. God as yeah. as you're making memories. Uh, I think it, you know, can go all different directions absolutely here. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. These are things that we sort of practiced, things we learned down the road. And, you know, a lot of folks ask us, they're like, you know, wow, it's so cool to see, you know, your family doing this or that. It is, but could we have ever imagined that? Like we we had no idea how God was gonna craft and create Rayleigh. He had we had no idea how he's gonna craft and create Rihanna. Like Raina said, Raya, they're each each of them have different callings, and it is the coolest thing in the world um to see. Of course, we prayed obviously for this, but we had no idea like what it would look like. Right. Yeah. And it's a result of this F-A-M-I-L-Y. Um, these are notes that I just jotted down looking back and sort of what have we done? Because people ask like, what did you do? And a lot of it we just prayed through. Like I don't know that we had no we had no journal, we had no book, we had resources to study. But um, in the end, this is why I said the letter Y was so important. We were just like, okay, God. They're yours. It was kind of funny today. Um, we have like this little extra bedroom, and we have our old mattress in that bedroom. That's the best mattress ever. on the planet. Twenty-five years old. Wait, well, well, how old is Rihanna? How old is Rihanna? Um, yes, it's, she's twenty-five because. 24 yeah. and a half, kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so we bought it then, and we still can't quite get rid of it because it's everybody's favorite mattress. I'm just telling you, it's the best mattress on but the planet. But anyway, on there has, like, my comforter from third grade, has a couple of quilts that used to be on my brother's bed. You know, I had two older brothers, and they were holly hobby, kind of funny. Oh, fun. But anyway, they're like a prized commodity because they're kind of soft, you know, and stuff. And I was like, a lot of these things are kind of old, like my dad built that table and I can't get rid of it. And Raya made a cute comment. She goes, yeah, mama, no matter where, you know, the Lord has taken us because everything has looked the same, um, home has always been home. Wow. And so many times we can think we need bigger, better, new things, decorated house, perfect sports or whatever. But it goes back to what is family. That is true. So, yeah, you made it about quilts and mattresses, which is a perfect illustration. <laughs> but that's so true. Like Raya said it, because there's been so much of this, the one constancy was, were the elements in the home. Yeah, or that's just it. family. And, yeah. yeah, in family. That is, uh, so no matter where life sort of takes you, career in your local or other careers, whatever, that's a great way to say it and a great way to end it. So I'm glad you guys had that little experience this morning. And don't ever get rid of, don't ever get rid of that mattress. I know. <laughs> we tried to give it to Jacob and Rayleigh. Oh, how funny. They still haven't taken it yet. <laughs> no. I don't I don't know that we can give it to anybody, you know. But it is an awesome mattress. I don't think we'll ever be able to buy something like that. I don't think they make them like that anymore. They don't make them like that anymore. Yeah. That's the reason why we're not getting rid of it. Yeah. It's just On the kinda... next topic, how to live with your mattress for 25 years. <laughs> Except for Ron and I, we both roll towards the middle because the yeah. is gone. Yeah. Oh, I love that. But it's it's great for one person. They have plenty of space. Oh, yeah. They love it. They love it. 
But the reason, the long story short, the reason why it's still there is we're trying out a mattress and you have like a year to return it. So I was like, in case we don't like the new mattress, we're going to hang on to the old one for a while. That's smart. It is smart. All right, we go. Hope you guys were encouraged, not on mattress shopping, but we hope you guys were encouraged on how to be a family. Yeah. Yes. And like Raina says, spell those out, F-A-M-I-L-Y, and they all bounce back and forth on one another. Be encouraged. Have a blessed day. Remember, we love you guys. Yes.